this. Yeah, we're starting right now. Hey, um, previously on Libel the Bible. I'm Rusty. <laughs> I'm Scott, previously and presently. I mean, if you think about it, we have been on Libel the Bible previously. Right, so are we just not doing previously ons anymore, man? Are you just not, you know, it's not putting in the effort? I don't know, like, I feel like it's been dragging, and it's dragging on me. The workload is dragging on no, you? No, not the workload. What, the previous the, the, one? No, the actual, like, readings, and, like, it's not motivating me. You mean reading the Bible is not motivating you? This section of the Bible is definitely not motivating. Like, since we've gotten out of Exodus, like, I think it's it's gone downhill. Like, Leviticus, for uh, the most part, was uh, boring outside of, like, a few good, like, chapters and now numbers is boring outside of like you know a chapter here or there i think we make it interesting (laughs) but that's when we sit down you know like that this is the fun part the work which shouldn't feel like work is like when i have to like take notes on like you can't take notes you just have to like it's almost like you would have to take notes on the entire thing because it's not a story do you have notes now no you're just, just coming in here. Probably yeah, not. The last time, too. I just came yeah. in here. I didn't take notes. I read so it. So I wonder if I, I wonder if the quality of our uh, program is uh, taking a hit because of the quality of the material we're reading. See, I did the highlight reel of uh, season one, which I re-edited again. So it's up there as Redo 2. Mm-hmm. Is it Redux or Redo? How do you, how do you say Redux? Redux is like the updated cinematic version. But is that I how guess? it's pronounced? Redux? Redux, I think. It's not like French or something. Oh, redo? Yeah. Huh, that's interesting. I don't know. Because now it's I, redo too or redux too. I think it's redux, but I don't know. Because yeah. I don't think French redo wouldn't be R E D U X. You know what I'm saying? It would be O U X. Something like that, yeah. All right. Any, any French people out there? We got some French Canadians listening, right? I guess. I don't know. Fuck the Canadians, too. <sighs> they're like nice. They're like nice version of Southerners. Soy Boy reached out to me. He heard uh, our shout out last time. Oh, you shouted out to the guy. You're yeah, right. when I was, well, I was making fun of like Canadians as being like idiots, and that made me think of Soy Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, oh, yeah, that's me. All right, all right good. All right, all right. So he reached out. He was like, he was happy. Okay, good, good. Um, yeah. So now what? <laughs> oh, so uh, I want to do the, um, I want to do the highlight reels, but not at the last minute. Like I did season one. Yeah. You want to work on a good highlight yeah. reel. Yeah. I want to go. Uh, so season, you're saying season three Leviticus and this numbers hasn't been so good material wise. So I wonder when I compile season three highlights together and compare it to like season two highlights, you know, which, you know, if, yeah. we, if our quality takes a hit, I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. I think, listen, I think we've definitely got, like, we still have shows that are good and shows that are bad, you know, relatively speaking. But I think where we are now is much better than where we were, like, episode two or three. Like, I think we've listened to ourselves. We've worked on certain things that we need to improve on. And I think it's still only episode 34. Uh, This is 34, I think. Yeah, if we make it to 100, 100 is going to sound a million times better than 34, you know? So wh- however good we think we are now compared to the first episode will be that much better 50 episodes do down you, the do, line. Do you realize the growth of the quality is going to be 100% because of you? No, why? I don't understand that. Because, dude, you spent like the first two seasons complaining about everything I did and changing everything I did so it uh, fit your mold. 
Well, so if it's good now, it's all on you, man. I don't like the wording to yeah, fit yeah. my mold. <laughs> you mean like the mold of like consumability, like to make it appetizing and appealing for a public? Uh, yeah, that. Oh, uh, so you mean when I was complaining about you being like 10 feet off mic and no one hearing you? Exactly. I'm not listening. I'm saying, you know, you're the complainer. You're the uh, guy yeah. who gets things fixed. Well, I'm critical for sure. I'm mm. my uh, Amy says I'm the Russian judge. <laughs> You know how, like, the Russian judge, Russian like, judge. figure skating is always, like, the harshest one. Oh. Like, someone makes, like, this amazing performance, and the Russian judge is like, meh, I've seen better. <laughs> That's like me, you know? She's like, you're the Russian judge. Hmm. Yeah. My friends tell me that about um, sports, too. Because it's like, for me, it's like championship or bust. I don't give a fuck about anything else. I'm here for championships. I don't need, like, a playoffs, you know what I mean? Like, I want no. a championship. What do you mean? So, like, my friends will be like, well, if the Jets get like this and that, they might make the playoffs, and, like, you know, who knows what happens when you make the playoffs. And I'm like, that's not good enough for me. I want to build a team. I want to build a team where it's win a championship or bust, not let's get into the playoffs and see what happens. My man, you were completely content with the Rangers making the playoffs this year but not winning the Super Bowl. That's because they're on their way because they have a bunch of young pieces who were not ready this year to win a championship. But the pieces are all there for a future championship. I don't know. I don't know if your logic holds up, man. All right. My logic completely holds up. You said championship or bust. Like, we're going to just play off shit so the Rangers shouldn't have even made the playoffs this year. You would have been happier if they hadn't made the playoffs? It's a completely unnuanced take, and honestly, like, we're just going to get bogged down in, like, a discussion that you're not really interested no, in. Really interested. You're just, like, <laughs> yanking my chain. Yeah, well, you have you, no I, interest in I feel like you're yanking sports. everybody's chain. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, maybe. It's, it's possible. <laughs> so here's what I want to talk about, Scott. I want to talk about Twitter for a minute. I want to talk about independent podcasts for a minute. Okay. You've spent some time on Twitter. I sent you <laughs> not much time. <laughs> I sent you a link to a thread that I read on Twitter. It was from an independent podcast, uh -huh. and this independent podcast, and it's not the first time they were complaining. They were complaining on Twitter about like no one will listen to their show. Like they've been putting out like content, and they have this many number of shows, and like no one listens to the show. Mm -hmm. And there was a whole thread about it. And it was nice because a lot of people came in, a lot of under indie podcasters came in, and they were, like, talking about their numbers. And they're like, you know, like, it's nice that someone is finally talking for real about numbers because no one, like, in the indie podcast space apparently really discusses what their actual listener numbers are. They okay. hide behind their Twitter followers. Like, some podcasts can have 5,000 followers. But as you know, we have close to 1,000 followers, we don't have that many listeners. Right. Okay. So for transparency, let's like throw the numbers out there. We are now at uh, 3,200 listens. Um, this is our 34th episode, right? Okay. So we're averaging about 100 listens per episode, right? But some of our episodes have been up since January. So that's not... That's not fantastic, you know? Right, right. But apparently it's not terrible either because a lot of these podcasts are saying, what, you're getting like 10 listens like a week? Okay. We're getting like, wait, we get we average over 100 listens a week. 
That's our average. Oh, that's better than I thought. I don't really um, check the stats like you do. No, yeah. So we average easily over 100 listens a week. A new episode, every time it drops over the course of a week, will have, um, in the first seven days, will have around 55 to 60 listens. Oh, nice. So a new episode in a week will have 55 to 60 listens, and then we have another like 50 to 60 listens spread throughout the rest of our show catalog. Okay. Okay. Uh, A few weeks ago, we had a fantastic like week. We had, I forgot how many listens. We had a lot of listens. Like we had a three-day span where it was just 150 listens over three days. Okay. Mm. That's weak, relatively speaking, compared to like big shows. Okay. But apparently not to this one podcast. So this... So getting back to this one podcast, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let me just get a word in. Yeah, sure. Um, you said people are finally starting talking about numbers. Yeah, I got to think. There's so many podcasts out there, like whatever circles you're rolling in on the on the, on the social media. Maybe just that group of people hasn't talked about numbers yet. I can't believe as a as a genre indie podcast, you know, in general, I've never spoken about numbers. Um, podcasters don't broadcast their numbers unless they're like huge oh okay you know what i mean so everyone's like sort of walking around putting up like a front like everyone's like big dick willie you know what i mean like no everyone's like walking around with big dick energy but they might not necessarily be packing anything you know what i mean (laughs) like they're all acting (laughs) like they've got something in their pants like we used to say in the 90s they fronting yeah they're fronting (laughs) they're fronting um they're posers so this one podcast came out and they were like, this is what we do. Like we have like, we'll put out a show and three people listen, you know, and like, we're not happy with that and it's fucked up. And then everyone came into that thread and they were like, they started listing their numbers, which were bad, right? Right. Ours are much better than all of those numbers that those people were talking about. But here's the point. Ultimately, that particular podcast mm-hmm. They complain about shit all the time. I see it. Complaining on their podcast or on the media? media? No, I don't listen to their fucking awful podcast. (laughs) They complain like on Twitter. Okay. Okay. And by the way, I say say that with no personal animus because I like whoever runs their Twitter account. Mm -hmm. I've interacted with that person. And on a like, if I remove myself from them, like emotionally speaking, like they're fine. I don't have a problem with them. The problem is this: your emotions, my emotions. <laughs> you said, Why? You said if you remove yourself emotionally, you have no problem with them. Well, here's what I mean. I'll explain to you. Um, it was in that thread too. So they'll complain, and someone will say to them, "Well." I would recommend what you should do is work on like your audio, okay? Like work on your editing, which I have done because I've listened to the show, their show, and I suggested to them like this is what you need to do. I asked them, do you have mic? Like I asked them what equipment they have. They basically have the exact same equipment we have, and I was telling them how to like do – I got low end. Low end, (laughs) but we have low end, and our show does not sound like their show. you're talking about the actual – quality of the audio i'm not talking about the content i'm talking about the quality firstly we'll get to the fucking content too (laughs) i'm talking about the fucking audio quality is awful 
And I have reached out to them in direct messages on Twitter. And I've said, hey, I've listened to your show. And if you don't mind, like I have some like uh, technical like, mm. you know, um, suggestions. He was like, sure. And I was like, this is what you have to do. Like, I was like, what do you use to record? They were like, Audacity. I'm like, perfect. Mm. Here's what you should do. What kind of microphones? What kind? You know, everything. And then I gave him like the levels, like in post processing. Here's how you do the compressor. Told him about that, like everything. Then they complain, well, I don't have time to do that, or like it's always like some excuse, like they're depressed, they're this, they're that, right? Like, um, if you're not gonna do the work, right? So then, throughout like their Twitter. As they complain, all these people come in and they give them like advice. Well, what you should do is like try and post on like Reddit, like uh, find like a subreddit. And they're like, well, I don't have the t-. So they don't want to do – they they are given constant advice. They reject all the advice mm. using every single excuse, right? But then they complain that no one listens to their show. So I'm here to say this. Number one, their show is fucking terrible, Okay. Because it sounds like they're fucking recording in a submarine dropped in the well. Okay? Mm. That's one. The show sounds awful. Number two, maybe no one wants to hear them talking about this particular topic because they've, they talk about, like, pop culture. Like, they'll watch a movie and talk about, like, a movie. And I'm thinking, well, like— that's generally not a horrible idea. It's an awful idea because yeah. why do I want to listen to their take? Who the fuck are they? Because maybe they're funny, they're insightful, they're witty, their audio sounds good. No? It's possible, but they're not going to get an audience like that because no one wants to like fucking listen to nobody's give their take on like pop culture. Well, who wants to listen to our take on the Bible? Because it's niche. It's more niche. Like oh, we're at yeah. least, we're too like... See, the catch is we're two atheists who are reading the Bible for the first time. And while that's not like an entirely, um, you know, novel idea, it's not that widespread. The market is not saturated with it. Exactly. Okay, right. And then once they come in, you know, to check that out, then either they like our personalities or not. Hmm. Right. But the gimmick is there. Whereas their gimmick is an oversaturated market. It's like doing sports. It's like if we sat here and made a podcast about like the New York Jets. Right. It's like yeah. what's the audience size for that, first of all? And why us? Who the fuck is going to listen to us talk about the Jets? Or if you. we talked about whatever, you know? Even if we started a Star Trek podcast, who is going to listen to us? There are a million Star Trek podcasts. And by the way, a lot of them are with Star Trek actual, like, fucking people who worked on, like, the Star Trek yeah, show. Because yeah. e- everyone's got a podcast now. Yeah. But, I mean, you read the the Twitter thread. What did you think? Um, I didn't realize you had uh, interacted with them so much. Yeah. And I didn't know until just now that they took no advice from anybody. Yeah. And their whole, I don't have time. Well, you had time to post on Reddit, on Twitter, on Facebook. Well, they don't your have fucking time complaints. On, on Reddit, just on Twitter. They only post oh, on right. Twitter, and well, then they complain. Time to do that. Yeah. Listen, editing that highlight reel, yo, that was that was painful. Yes, I go to my regular job. I had to do the second job, and then I had to do my podcast at night. <laughs> and literally, it would take all night to do one episode of editing. Yeah, um, for the highlight reel, that's a, that's right. a lot of editing. That's not everyday editing, right? Um, and it was exhausting. 
But I was thinking, like, this is the kind of work that's going to pay off or not pay off in the future. At least I can't say I threw a crappy product out there and wonder why nobody's listening. Right. And so, that's what they're doing. That's exactly the point. I mean, at least, at least, at least give it with good audio. If it's the one I, I think you're talking about, I listened to it. Yeah, it was like a tin can. Yeah, it was awful. And yeah, it's just weird. Not to mention every episode. They have, like, three different shows on the same timeline. They're all, like, titled differently, and they're all different topics. What do you mean on timeline? So, like, when you go to libel the Bible in our podcast, whatever you're using to listen to our podcast, I'm calling that the timeline. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like our episodes. So you said they have three different episodes? Uh, no. What topics? I'm saying that in their timeline, when you go to the show, mm-hmm. the show's supposed to have a genre. But they've branched off, and they do three different shows about three different topics, but it's all under the same, like, heading. Oh, okay. And they're okay. all titled differently, and it all looks like a goddamn fucking ADHD mess. You know what I mean? So it's like if I go to, like, whatever, if I go to a sports show, I'll see, like, it'll be episode number 515, episode 516, and then it'll have the topic. Whereas their shit is, like... It's the title of that brand. So, like, they might do, like, a movie review. And yes. And, like, a car review. Yes. And, like, a sports. Yes. So you don't know what you're getting. Yes. <laughs> and it's just confusing within, like, the timeline as I'm scrolling through their podcast. Like, what should I listen to? And it's just, like, like you were complaining about my hyphen space. No space hyphen space. <laughs> I'm a stickler for file names. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So you were complaining about that. Imagine like what I'm talking about. Just like a mishmash. Like it's mm. not even that. Mm. So that's a mess. Well, I, I don't know. I feel like we spent like 12 minutes too long talking about this. Uh, yeah, I, I guess we did. <laughs> I, you know what? I hope I hope um they you know I hope they're they're, they're cool cats and I hope uh, they listen to some advice and if they want to continue that they're gonna make changes to make themselves better. No, I don't think that's gonna happen because I think that they're dense. Oh, okay. I've had no interaction, so you have. So yeah, I'll, I'll let you. Uh, yeah. I'll let you be that guy. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> So, numbers, <laughs> 9 through 12 tonight. We're getting into numbers already? You just said we did wasted 12 you, minutes. We're 20 minutes into this did thing you get already. Any, did you get any blowback on uh, Salman Rushdie? Any death threats uh, in your inbox? Uh, I did not, but I also haven't checked my inbox. Yeah. I'm yeah. hoping a Charlie Headbow situation doesn't happen, you know? Oh, I'm going to point, point you out. I'm like, did you, you hear so? what I said compared to what he said? Well, look, luckily... You have a license. You're licensed to yeah. a firearm. So luckily, you'll be able to run upstairs, get a <laughs> key, <laughs> unlock the box, right? Go, damn, where'd I put the bullets? <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. What a fucking ridiculous situation. Gotta find the combination. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, shout out to Salman Rushdie. Hope he recovers. Yeah. Fuck anyone who, like, thinks that was cool. Yeah, it definitely wasn't cool. Yeah, not at all. Not cool. Um, not cool to, like, stab people. Yeah, not, not a good not, not cool not to a, shoot people. No, no need. Not cool to give people plagues. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. You like that, Scott? What kind of piece of you shit like would it? give somebody a plague? I mean, I don't know. Like, if you had the power to give someone a plague, they would have to do something super serious, right? I think... I think you would have to let people know and see that 
someone's got to be the sacrificial lamb. Yeah. I got to give somebody a plague so everybody knows I can give them a plague. But what if you've so already... So I never have to give somebody a plague but again. You, but you've given people plagues and they've seen you give them plagues. Well, if you're going to deal with thick-necked... Not thick-necked. Well, um, look. Stiff-necked people. All right. Sometimes they got to get more than one plague. Again, yes, I'm not disagreeing that they're stiff-necked because they do some fuck them, fucking stupid shit, right? Mm-hmm. Like they've seen Yahweh's power... And they, yes, they still question it, but it's a two-way street. How so? If I'm like, yo, Scott, let's go for a car ride, right? Hold on. Yeah. Hold on a second. So he threw that out there. It's a two-way street. So I, had how, he's, I said, how so? And your whole face went like, oh, I got to explain to this moron what I mean. <laughs> the fuck, dude? I mean, I just no, that's ass- not over. It's two way street. Just, just assume every conversation <laughs> is like that. But, but you don't have to be so visible with your disappointment. I mean, I guess I'm more animated because I'm doing like a show now. Yeah, I guess. Um, normally, I would have just hidden that, and I would have just resented you on the inside. <laughs> yes, thanks for being transparent. All right, so imagine that I ask you to go on a car ride with me, and you get in the car, and then I just start driving. And now it's like a year later, and I still haven't pulled over. And the only thing that you've eaten is like, just like, I don't know, like I've given you like some chips that I have. And like I have a year supply of these same chips, and that's all you're eating, right? And after a year, you dare complain that like, yo, you know what, for like 40 years... I've gotten used to eating this, and now for a year, all I've done is eat this. And I would really like that other thing. And then I fucking kick you out of the moving car at 100 miles an hour. That's that's Yahweh in a nutshell. All right. That doesn't seem like a two-way street at all. He's an asshole. They're assholes. Oh, oh okay. They're both assholes. Okay. Okay. They're stiff-necked. He's a fucking sociopath. So let's get into the, the details of his sociopathicism. Numbers nine, the sociopathy, the Passover at Sinai. The Lord says to Moses, who then needs to say to the Israelites, keep the Passover at the appointed time. And like I said, I think once before, whoever wrote some of these sections got paid by the word because they literally repeat this three to four times, like word for word. Yeah. You can't say fucking. I'm trying to. You try not to curse. I'm, I mean, I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. If I'm aware of it, I'm trying not. To. Yeah, I'm trying not to curse as much as I as I usually do. I sound Why? like a truck driver. I don't, I don't know. No, nah, someone's honestly, someone's in your ear about uh, uh, this. Uh, honestly, it's um. I listen to a lot of people now as I'm getting older who curse like every other word, and it's yeah. kind of like annoying. So I like, just go uh like everybody else. I like, don't fill it in with a curse word. It's interesting because a study just came out a few years ago that people who curse are much more intelligent than people who don't curse. What 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 is it going to say about people who want to curse a lot but somehow suppress it? Does that make them even smarter? I Why don't you know. do a study on that, motherfucker? I don't think it makes them smarter. I think it makes them... I don't know why you would do that. Because it's... A, I don't know. It just doesn't... Like, I've, I listen to other people sometimes, and it's like... It's a filling. You know or, what the problem is, though? You're, when you're listening to other people, the other people that you're listening to are probably stupid people. But so, they're cursing a lot. Right. So that goes against what you just said. The people that curse a lot are usually smart. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. That does go against what yeah. I've said. Yeah, you do that a lot, man. Contradict yourself. Right. Well, that's just anecdotal. 
you know, you around someone doesn't mean that that's the actual way. I'm surrounded by idiots. I know that. Right now, I'm kind of surrounded by an idiot. Um, so now, certain unclean people came up to Moses and says, hey, we want to participate in the Passover. And Moses was like, I got to go check with my manager. What unclean people? Some people, they were unclean because they, yeah. they touched a corpse. Oh, that's right. The and they, and they, they, they didn't want to. Uh, right. They t- to their credit, they took it upon themselves to go, oh, can we, can we find a way to participate as well? Yeah. Like at this point, they didn't say you couldn't participate. It's funny because last episode you were like, there's all these rules about touching corpses. Like, are they always touching corpses? And sure enough, like we're doing the reading and it's like the first Passover. Can't participate. Touch the dead corpse. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Yahweh says to Moses, unclean or if they're on a journey, they still do the Passover. I was thinking this is an underway way of saying that they didn't want to do the Passover. They were trying to opt out. Like, sorry, guys, I'm sick. Right. Well, I got to go on a trip. And Yahweh's like, no, 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 no. You got to fucking eat your unleavened bread and your fucking bit of herbs just like everybody else. Yeah. Well, did it wasn't your... Um what do you call it? I can't think of the word. You said that the Passover was to keep them in the house so that like Yahweh can come out and like do some shit. Yeah, Remember kill that? every firstborn Egyptian. Oh, you mean my my take on it? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yahweh was, yeah, he had to, he had to send his like uh, cleanup crews or whatever it was. Yeah, they got to do some shit. So that's yeah. why like he's saying like no matter what kind of condition you're in, you got to do the Passover. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And. Leave none, no unleavened bread till the next day. I forgot about this meant or break a bone of it. There were no broken bones. I think I made a wishbone joke. Here. Break a bone of what? I don't know. It was, it was weird. Break a bone of it. Yeah, that's what you wrote down in your notes. Yeah, I think it's pretty note for note. But um, I think I mentioned earlier on that like wishbones just aren't a thing in Yahweh's world. Like, you, you had mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember that. It's with thirty-four episodes, and I don't expect you to. Um, and if you decide not to uh, participate, mm-hmm. you're cut off from the people. Yeah, yeah. That's, when we know what that well, means. Well, he does. That's like that's a, a typical punishment for him. It's always like if you don't do this, if you don't do that, like either I'll like burn you alive or like you'll be cut off from the people. And not for nothing, but I like being cut off from the people at this point. That seems like one of the best ways to go. What do you mean getting cut off from these people? Remember the, the Twilight Zone movie with the little kid and everyone in the house had to like conform to what he wanted or he would like oh, really yeah. fuck with them? Yeah. That's kind of like Yahweh. So it's like if the little kid let you leave the house and like let you flee, like that's almost like a win situation for you. Time to go. It's not like a threat. So Yahweh threatening these people isn't really, it doesn't sound like a threat to me. I remember that movie that he made uh, like his sister's mouth disappear. Yeah, that was the creepiest thing. Like when I was younger, I was yeah. like, "That's so creepy." Oh. That's uh, nah. That's what? Nothing. That brings us to the cloud and the fire. Hmm. Cloud by day, fire by night. The cloud comes down to settle on the top, settle on the tabernacle, and they do their business. I was thinking about this, and I don't know if I said this last time. You know, I'm, for me, the cloud is the exhaust. And the cloud is still there at night, but they can't see because it it's dark. But they see fire because in bright daylight, you don't see the lights and the flames. And I was thinking about when they, uh, you know, when you, they walk, walk on hot lava. It's like to show their faith and stuff. It's always done at night. 
because the coals are actually pretty cool, relatively. Is that true? Yeah, so they do it at night, so it looks like you're on burning hot embers, but you're really not. That's true. I believe so, yeah. You believe so. All right. That's an interesting fact, fact check. Right? Yeah. Right. yeah. It's like it's not – It's not. they never, never do it during the day. See, what I, I – my understanding was the reason you're able to do it is because um, you're only taking like three, four steps over it. And it's, there's like a certain – it's like the time. The you time that the soles right. of your feet are on the coals aren't – isn't long enough to burn like your soles. Right. If you stood there, you're probably going to burn. Correct. But it's also done at night so you can see the dim glow okay. of the embers that aren't as hot as you th- think they are. Right. I mean, listen, I wouldn't stick my tongue on it. Again. Uh, yeah. We should have a list of things you wouldn't stick your tongue in because <laughs> it would be a short list, I'm sure. Anyway, so now this is this was strange. They said when the cloud goes up, everybody breaks out. When the cloud comes down, they make camp. So, and the amount of time can vary. It can be two days. It can be a month that this ship is uh, the cloud is here. So I thought this had happened already, but now as we go forward, it looks like they haven't gone anywhere yet. They still have not fucking gone anywhere. Yeah, I think it's a mishmash of like. It's a mishmash of time, you know? Mm. Or they've taken that part from another part and stuck it in there. (laughs) Brings us to the silver trumpets. Yahweh says, make two silver trumpets for summoning and decamping. If you blow twice, the whole congregation will come to the tent. If If you you blow blow only once, the leaders and the heads come to the tent. And then they said if you use them for an alarm, that's time to leave. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just realized what the fucking problem is with Yahweh and, like, why, like, I, I fucking can't with Yahweh. All right? He's a goddamn fucking micromanager. All right? Yo, man. Yo, you can't fucking... You can't manage people like this. Look, man, you... Certain Look, people you have to manage like, like this. It, it's, nah, man. You can say, like, all right, I, I want procedures in place to do this, this, and this, right? But let, like, your fucking underlings come up with, like, how those procedures will be carried out. Like, it's got to be, like, his, fu- like, I'm, two trumpets made out of this. And then do, like, why can't they come up with their own fucking call signal? Empower your team, man. Yeah. Nah, man, it's it's a it's too much with Yahweh. It's too much. I can't. Are no, really. Are you leaving? It's stressful. You it's giving me PTSD. You need to quietly quit. Like, don't actually quit. Just do the bare Oh, minimum. my God. Fucking Yahweh. No, for real. <laughs> and the priests are the ones that blow. Huh. <laughs> and the problem is he's, he's like a billionaire. No one can keep him in check. There's no one to keep him in check. Who's yeah. he listening to? Yeah. So the priests blow the uh, the altar, uh, the uh, yeah, trumpets. Right. Yeah. Um, and he mentions this. When you get to the war in your land against the adversary who opposes you, blow the trumpets so that I may remember you yeah. and take care of your enemies. So yeah. once again... <laughs> If you need me, just whistle. <laughs> Which is weird because he's literally traveling with them. Over them, yeah. So now here's what I have a problem with this. He's basically saying they're going to war with the people that are in this land. This is an invasion force. This isn't like they're going to reclaim any type of land that belonged to them. 
But There's people there. But he's already told them it shouldn't be a surprise. Remember, he already told them, like, if you follow me, we're going to strike everyone down. Like, every army, like, ten of you will kill, like, yeah. a thousand. Remember that whole thing? Well, this is just more evidence that this is an invasion force and nothing more. <sighs> he's, you know, <laughs> do you remember when in Godfather 2, no. they asked Robert De Niro, who becomes the Godfather, they're like, here, do us a favor and hold on to these. And they throw him like a sheet. He goes into the bathtub. He lays the sheet down. He opens it up. It's a bunch of guns. He's like, fuck. He doesn't say anything to the authorities. He keeps the sheets, right? A, a week later, some guy comes to pick up the sheets, right? He's like, you did us a favor. You know what I mean? Now I'm going to do you a favor. He's like, I know someone. You know, they're giving away a rug. So he takes Robert De Niro to some fancy house, right? There's a beautiful rug, like, in the entryway. He's like, yeah, this is my friend's house, but, like, you know, he forgot to give me the keys. Then all of a sudden a cop shows up. He makes De Niro hide. You know, he stands by the door inside with, like, a gun pointed at the door in case the cop comes in. So, basically, it's showing you, like, he's having Robert De Niro steal a rug with him as a way to pay off Robert De Niro for doing him a favor. That's like Yahweh. Yahweh's like, yo. You don't understand what I'm No, I don't going remember. I don't, I'm trying to remember the scene. But Robert De Niro was in The Godfather? In Godfather 2. Oh, okay. He's the Godfather. He he's It's like the origin of the Godfather. What happened to Marlon Brando? Marlon Brando died in the first one. He was already dead. Oh. So Godfather 2 takes place after The Godfather died. You're going to edit in a spoiler alert? Like or the movie's fifty years old. You know I mean, it. yeah, it's literally like in movie theaters again because like it's a whole new generation. Yeah, like they don't need a spoiler alert. Yeah, there's a horse's head. So that's Yahweh. Yahweh tells like the Israelites, if you follow me, I'm gonna give you all this land, right? Mm. But he's not giving them shit. He's just like sending them into battle and making them win their own land. That's really what he's doing. But first, he's going to fuck with Moses for 40 years because Moses disappointed him. So he's going to make Moses fucking wander the desert and die before, like, his people reach, like, the fucking Holy Land. That's where he's at. I didn't know that was going to happen. That's that's the whole plot, man. That's the whole plot. Man. All right, so we're done here? (laughs) Wrapping this up? Like, we're done with the book? Like, what the know that all right well now you're not know. in my mind i don't like i said i think he's a horrible character now you know all right so finally numbers 10 whatever 11 departure from sinai in the second year the second month on day 20 yahweh lifts off could this have been you know when nasa promises like we're gonna have a new rocket on the launch pad in five years and like 12 years later way over budget they finally launch like maybe they were supposed to leave right away but like there was like Countdown holds, leaks in systems, wrong fuel, they had a purge systems. It's like sure. uh, unforeseen problems. Sure. So, yeah. So, they blast off in the second year, second month, day 20. And they pack everything up. Yeah. And they finally are on the move. Yeah. Thank God. Because we've been at Mount Sinai this whole time. Yeah. Over, over a year. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like we've been talking about it for over a year. It's been a long time since Exodus. Ah, so company by company, in stages, they all start leaving. And then when it's time to break down the tabernacle, they break it down, and they start walking with the tabernacle stuff. The Kohenites carry the most holy stuff. Who's bringing up the rear? 
Dan. Dan and his guys. So I wonder if the most syllables are at the front and the least syllables are at the back. Uh, yeah. So now there's this weird segue into um, Moses has, is having a conversation with his father-in-law, Hobab. And he's like, uh, come with. And Hobab's like, no, I'm going back to my people where my friends and my family are and some fucking food and like some good shit. And then Moses tries to convince him, like, no, no, come with us, because when the God gi- when God gives us what everything we want, you're gonna be, you're gonna partake in that as well. And then it's unclear if he comes with them or not. So did you uh, did you read that part? I did read that part. I have a couple of things to say. First of all, Moses keeps being referred to as like the most holy or very holy, and I have yet to see anything that he has done that indicates that he is holy but you say holy is clean holy is just clean so there must be it must be some kind of like genetic yahweh like latches onto like people who have something in their gene code that's safe for him maybe i don't know because like he chose abraham you know like this guy like it's just weird and i don't see why like they don't tell the bible doesn't tell their story or what made them holy there's no like there's no prologue to like why God has mm. chosen them. I guess they, they do pro uh, you know personality profile analysis and they find somebody who could be a strong leader, but's also very moldable. Yes, kind of a kind of kind of simpleton, but he's like a, he's probably like a big big burly guy. Do they have like sp- he'll kick your ass in a bar, but not on the SAT? So that means they have spies amongst the, amongst us, right? Or spy satellites. Or spy satellites. Oh. They're monitoring like communications, and it's like maybe there's some Yahweh's like in like a like it's a Google. like a like a um they've got like, like a, a cloaked, Google network, like a cloaked nest where they watch everybody. Sure, like in the next generation. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. All right. It's possible. So yeah. So his father-in-law, right? He has to. Int- he can't just say Yahweh is the Lord, Moses. Moses can't just tell his father-in-law. Moses is, uh, Yahweh's the Lord, and, like, this is the one God. No, he has to say, if you come with us, like, you'll, you know, you'll be the shit, and God will be, like, God will have your back. It's always, like, some, like, material enticement to follow Yahweh. Dude. Yeah. Do you think it's possible Hobab, the father-in-law? Yeah. Wasn't that Jethro? Wasn't his name Jethro at some point? Oh, did they do this again to us? Or maybe it's not the same father. Is it the same wife? Is he with the same wife? I'm thinking yes. Because remember his father-in-law showed up earlier, like in Exodus, and his father-in-law was like, yo, you should set up like a tribunal and like, you're handling all these problems by yourself, but you should be like... Dude. Yeah. So obviously, Hobab's a smart dude. He's a critical thinker. Yeah. What if he's been talking to Moses this whole time and go, yo, man, I don't like this Yahweh character and his buddies. I don't like what's going on here with being manipulated. He sees. He sees something ain't right here. I think we've talked about this already. I think we've talked about. Yes. I don't think we did. I I think we did. All right. Well, I'm going to speak about it again because I don't remember. So I'm thinking. Let's do it. He he might be like, yo, Moses, man, this ain't right. And Moses is like, yo, dude, man, listen, it's fucked up. I know. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're getting out of Egypt. We're gonna have our own land. He's gonna hook us up, and you're gonna be a part of that, man. Come along with us. And he's like, Nah, nah, man. I think I'll go back. You know where it was cool and everything made sense. Right. Back to Mayberry. So I'm almost sure when he first shows up during Exodus, 
he like sits down with Moses and they have like this big conversation, which we discussed like during that particular episode of Exodus, right? If we look through our show notes, there might be like a thing about his father-in-law, but whatever. Here's the point. So now he's been with Moses for like quite some time, right? He's already had that conversation with Moses about, yo, I'm not liking this Yahweh character, right? Mm. And Moses ignored him and they've continued on. It's a year later now. And he's like Mobab or whatever. He's like, I've had this conversation with Moses. I'm just going to say my goodbyes Mm. and I'm going to take off. But to answer your question, I think he did go with Moses. You think so? The wording is terrible. It's very bad wording in the Bible. But the way I read it, I think he went with him. But you can make a case like that he didn't either. Yeah, we'll find out later when he either appears or doesn't appear again. Yes, I Not guess. That matters. It doesn't really. And if he never appears or doesn't appear again, it doesn't, then he was an insignificant character anyway. But I think this guy, I think it's a warning. Yeah. So the, uh, they, march, they march wherever the hell they're going, and uh, they carry the Ark in the front, which is cool. It's a throwback to Raiders of the Lost Ark because, uh, you know, they said anybody, any army who carries the Ark before it will be invincible. Mm-hmm. But then we found out now, no, any army that also has trumpets that can signal the spaceship to do an airstrike, yeah. uh, you know, a ground strike on them. And he, he's given them the codes, like how you're supposed yeah. to do yeah. it. Yeah. All right. So it brings us to numbers 11. I love this. Complaining in the desert. Yeah. This is great. So, yeah. All right. You want to uh, tell us what's going on here? Yeah, what's going on is we listened to your fucking guy, Yahweh, right? Who was like, yo, you've been living in this place for 400 years, but now real quick, pack up, bake some bread, but you don't got time to wait for it to fucking rise and let's get the fuck out. So we did that. We got the fuck out. We got chased by the Egyptians. Yahweh fucking parted the sea for us. Cool. Then he fucking killed all the Egyptians, cool. But now we're kind of like we've been in the desert for a year. Yeah. And all we've got to eat is this goddamn fucking mana. And as much as we appreciate everything, like, we're kind of (laughs) starving. Can we please have meat? (laughs) And we know how Yahweh feels about meat, right? So Moses is like, I got to go talk to Yahweh about people. Come on. No. Uh, Yeah. So now the Lord hears the complaining and gets angry. This he hears. He hears the complaining. If you're like in a battle, you know, and I need to help you play (laughs) trumpets. But complaining, his ears perk right the fuck up. His ears start burning. Yeah. Um, which is funny because Asshole. he gets angry and he he lets loose fire against the outlying parts of the camp. It doesn't specifically said say that um he killed anybody here. Yeah, but I, I, maybe he's just like like basically like screaming shut up and like just showing a, a little show of fire. Well, they they wound up calling this place Tabora, which means burning, <laughs> <laughs> according to the Bible quote. Because the fire of the Lord burned against them. So for complaining about mana and not having meat, he he basically burned like parts of either them or their villages. I think what I think what happened was this. As they were all leaving the camp, there were some people that were a little slower. Let's say they, like the company of Dan was dragging behind. 
because it will kibitz and blah, 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 blah. This sucks. We're going to, here we go walking again. No food, blah, 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 blah. And the ship took off. And they didn't clear the perimeter in time. So it wasn't about the Lord hearing them complaining. They were just complaining and being slow and they dragged behind and they got burnt by the, by the rocket. So I think, God, I think Yahweh's innocent in this, man. Okay. How about this? Egypt was While great. you're defending Yahweh and like justifying him. I'm not defending Yahweh. Against Jaw- these Jaw- fucking Jaw- stiff necks. <laughs> All right. The trumpets. I think you skipped over something important with the trumpets, right? Um, what were the, he was specific about what the trumpets were supposed to be made out of. Hammered silver. Hammered silver. Okay. Here's what you skipped over, Scott. You make it sound like it's no fucking issue for people in the desert for a year to just, oh, yeah, we've got silver. Like, yeah, sure. They got all the Egyptians' jewelry. Don't you remember? They had to, like, get the fuck out of Dodge. Like, they didn't have time to even have the bread rise. My man. But they had time to take all the jewelry. Go back and read it. Like, they were throwing jewelry at them as they left. Like, God did something to the Egyptians where they, yo, dude, they walked away with a lot of shit. Okay. Maybe I'm, bread takes a long, long time to rise. Okay. I don't know. All right. Then, then that's contradictory then. It's con- it's contradictory that they had to flee real quick and that they fled with like Egyptian like fucking goods and fucking jewelry. So oh, they had. Oh, they- wait, wait, wait. So you're saying these type of people, no matter what's going on, they'll get the money first and they no. You're the saying that. That's not I what just, I'm saying. Well, uh, I don't know. You're saying that. I wouldn't say that because that's I, I, no, that's I, anti-Semitic. What to I'm say. saying is yeah. bread takes longer to rise than it takes to burgle all these people. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. What you're saying, you should move on to the next thing. <laughs> well, you want to put out anything else I mixed, yes. miss? Go ahead. So you know, like, Egypt was great. There's nothing here with this effing manna. And uh, Moses goes to the Lord and goes, dude, I can't listen to this anymore. Like, why are you putting, like, I got to stand in front of, like, a town hall meeting and, like, dodge these bullets. Yeah. Like, like, if this is the way it's going to be, put me to death. Well, again, you're misrepresenting what Moses. While what you're saying is funny, right, it might lead someone who hasn't read the Bible to think that Moses is complaining about the Israelites, when in fact what he's doing is he's complaining to Yahweh. That he's the only one taking the hits. About Yahweh. He's like, he's standing up to Yahweh in a way. Like, he's basically going to his boss, and he's like, yo, man. There are six, he literally says, right, like the number of people. He's like, there's like 600,000. Yeah, 670,000 or whatever it was. There's 670,000 motherfuckers that you fucking put me in charge of. He's like, I can't fucking handle 670,000. Imagine it's like having one security guard at like fucking being in charge of like 10 fucking baseball stadiums. Yeah, or even one. It's it's crazy. (laughs) Well, one is 50,000. Moses is in charge of 670,000 yes, people. Yes, but there's multiple gates at stadiums. There's only one entrance Either to the way, tent. He's, he's complaining to Yahweh. Yes, yes. And, and I'm glad he's in a position where he feels he's comfortable enough with the yeah. boss. And he's like, yo, man. And he, but he's not even like, yo, dude, man, I'm overwhelmed. I need some help. He's like, yo, 
Did I give birth to these fucking people? Right. Did I tell them to leave? Right. Did I not give them any right. food? This is on you. Like yeah. he's kind of being, you know, a little. Yeah. Well, he's, he's, a, he's little, a little frustrated. He might also know that he's in a position where God needs him at this point. Yeah. Like to go through the process of like training another one of these people. Yeah. Like to uh, run stuff. So you um, know what? I'm glad. I'm glad that we learned about his son who got circumcised in a hotel room. And then his foreskin was rubbed against Moses's foot because that's played a huge part in the rest of the narrative, hasn't it? But that was like a tidbit that we learned. Yeah, well, why did we need to know that? That's what I'm saying. No, we, no, 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 no. We didn't need to know that. Guy, man. Take, take a sip of water. <laughs> take a sip of water. Well, it's trying to say that, like, because somebody might have pointed out that Moses was not an Israelite. That wasn't a Hebrew because he wasn't circumcised. Yeah. So that's just clearing up a loose end, man. It's nothing. It doesn't have to come up again. I see. It's a loose end because I'm sure somebody said that. All right, fair enough. So it was just like a narrative. It was just like a plot device to get us, like, and it to get like, Moses to be an Israelite. Yeah, it could have been a thousand years later that they actually put that part in because somebody noticed it and ripped it apart. All right, fair enough. <laughs> ripped it apart. Gross. So that brings us to the seventy elders. So he basically says, "Bring your elders in." Who's he? Uh, he, capital he. Yahweh. Capital H-E. He says, bring 70 elders. You think that was his preferred pronoun? Or you think that's like some rabbi, like, you know, patriarchally fucking determining what Yahweh's pronoun is? We talked about this. They were pronoun deficient back then. They just, they were not very woke. They was just two, he and she. So we have to accept that you're saying. We, we don't have to accept anything. I mean, that's just, we have to accept that's what was written. Right. Not that he is a he. Did you really. hear the latest controversy over Metallica? <laughs> no. So you know how, like, that Kate Bush song blew up because of... Um, yes. Yeah. So now Metallica's... I'm sorry, is, it, do I have any, is there any reason why I don't remember that song from the 80s? Kate Bush? Yeah, you That's not the that music that you listen to. You listen to like freestyle and you yeah, listen. I still listen to pop. And you listen to like hip hop. No, yeah, that, you're right. You're right. Okay. That was more like right. alternative. That, okay. All right. That was like alternative, you know. Um, so anyway, you know, Dave Gilmore like really discovered her and like produced her, her yeah, and yeah, worked yeah. closely. He loved fucking Kate yes. Bush. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. What was the topic? Metallica. Um, so Metallica became popular because of Stranger Things, um, Master of Puppets specifically. So that's like huge. So now like these like... Is that a song or an album? Master of Puppets, it's both. Okay. Um, but Master of Puppets is like one of the most famous Metallica mm. songs and considered like one of the... It's like the stairway to heaven of like heavy metal. Okay. Okay. So now these kids have discovered it. They love it. But now, one girl on TikTok <laughs> has found some things that a heavy metal band in 1986 did and said. And like, Uh-oh. you know, so she's like, let's cancel them. And like all the comments on social media are just filled with Gen Xers, you know, that are like, how are you going to cancel Metallica? First of all, you just discovered them. So what are you going to do? You're going to stop. <laughs> you're going to stop listening to them. And what? Like, you know what I mean? It's just like hilarious. Did I mention I saw Metallica? So, so the point being, like, 
you're talking about these rabbis who are pronoun deficient, yeah. right? But it's like we could still cancel them. You, we can go far back enough, man, to whenever and cancel motherfuckers. From what I understand, I always I didn't read the article because I saved it for later because I really wanted to like um um. You know, they're banning the books in like because you don't like, like reading, like Let's Texas, be real why like, in reading, like Texas I mean, and Florida. Yeah, you they're don't banning read. books, yeah. and now Texas apparently some schools are actually banning the Bible now. I know, nice. Well, that's nice. because people are complaining. Backfire, backfire. Yeah, that's pretty uh, funny. We should ban books. Governors should determine what's taught in schools. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like a it seems like a good thing for democracy. Well, we do elect governors after all. Yeah. 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 I don't think we can let them do that though. Yeah. Ah, so bring the 70 elders, and he brings them in, Mo, um, Yahweh shows up, beams that beams in, yeah. and um, he takes some of the spirit from Moses and puts it on the elders. I guess like he's, 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 he's uh, what do you call it, distributing the work more. But then... What does he do for Moses? Oh, wait a minute. You said he takes the spirit? Wait a minute. Uh, yes, yes. He takes the spirit. What do you think that means? I don't know. It, that goes back to what I was just talking about. Gen- something genetically about Moses and Abraham. Because holy, the way we think of holy, like having a deference to God and being like a good person. That's not what these guys are. That's no. not Yahweh's criteria for holy holiness. Does not mean that. I told you. So I think he's got some kind of pheromone. Hey. He's got some kind of pheromone, right, that causes people to maybe listen to him and follow him. Maybe that's like some, you don't know, like maybe some people are persuasive, not 100% because of the words they say. It's a combination of like the words and there's like, who knows, some kind of like pheromone coming off someone, right, that hypnotizes other people. Or it's exactly that. Moses is hypnotized by Yahweh and he's taking some of that gel that hypnotizing gel yeah. and like throwing it onto the elders. Sure. Um yeah, so but then it says the elders started prophesizing. Mm-hmm. That's that Moses predicting the future. That's Moses' job. But has Moses prophesied? Yeah, I don't know. But then he says, Well yeah, he must have because he's pretty much telling these people like what's gonna happen. We're gonna go like he had to convince them to leave Egypt. Oh, I guess prophesizing could just be like speaking, like God speaking through you, right? Yeah. So now so, he, there's he, God speaking through these elders. Yeah, but then it says the elders prophesy. Why elders, by the way? Sometimes elders, like if we took like seven the elders from like your neighborhood, for example, are these like the people that you would want like representing like you know Earth to God? So, uh, no, right? So no, I no, I guess not. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh. <laughs> I'm not even saying uh, your neighborhood. I'm just saying, like any any neighborhood, pick seventy random elders. Yes, yeah, they're so not I'm, the most progressive and woke population. I don't think that's what he's looking for. Oh uh, yeah, he's looking for people like he doesn't want. You don't want youngins. Because they, they can't help but shoot off their mouth. They're looking to get laid. They start saying, oh, yo, so me and Yahweh did this. We did that. I saw this. I saw that. Yeah. Hey, let me sneak you in at night. I'll show you this, show you a good time. Right. Check what out. No, so elders mm-hmm. aren't concerned with such petty things. Okay. So okay. they're more trustworthy. Right. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so it says they prophesied and then did not do so again. I, 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 I didn't know how to read that. Like, dun, dun, dun. Like, um, 
That was maybe my- maybe it's one of those things like um you know when you meet your heroes like they'll ruin it so you don't want to meet your heroes. I don't think that applies here. Yeah, so what I'm saying is like they they met Yahweh and then they looked into like what his plans are and they were like, "Oh shit, we're not opening that fucking drawer again." Like, you know what I mean? Or is it possible and maybe we'll get to it in the next passage that God was like, "Oh, you don't want to do the job? I can have these guys do your job." Right. Almost like, you sure? Yeah. Because there's two men in the camp, Eldad and Medad, also started prophesizing. And one of the young kids ran to Moses and was like, yo, Eldad and Medad are prophesizing. Make them stop. I don't know what this means. So I don't know what prophesizing means. Well, I, but the, but the kid wants them to stop. Well, what is it? What do you uh, think prophesizing, prophesizing means? Is, I thought it was like spreading like uh, the word and... Uh, you know, like like you said, kind of telling you what the future is going to bring if you follow this path. La, 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 right. la, 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 la. Make him stop. So he goes on to this whole thing about why are you jealous for me? Almost like the kid knew it's Moses' job to prophesy, not yeah. these guys' job. So prophesizing is when I just looked at it's when the spirit, the spirit meaning whatever, whatever. Joe. Yeah. Whatever descends on people, <laughs> so the spirit like descended upon them, and I guess it made them say some shit, you know? Mm. Who knows? Prophesizing might be like we just ate some fucking psilocybin. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And these guys started talking in tongues and all weird and shit. Yeah. So then Yahweh is like, all right, now back to the meat. You want fucking meat? Yeah. I'll bring you meat. I'm going to bring you so much goddamn meat. It's going to be coming out your nostrils. Yeah. That's written in the Bible. Yeah. Out your nostrils. That's yeah. not me uh, being, yeah. um, what's that word? Hyperbolic. Yeah. Like that was written in the Bible. Yeah. So <laughs> is maybe God is Daffy Duck. You ever see that? When um, Daffy Duck apparently used to smoke. So Huey, Dewey, and Louie, his nephews, uh-huh. bought him a carton of cigarettes. Nah, that's... That's that's Donald Duck. What did I say? That Daffy you said oh, Daffy. Oh, right, right. Duck. I'm sorry. I meant Donald Duck. You're right. God damn it. So man. Huey, Dewey, and Louie yeah. buy him a carton of cigarettes. You know, good, 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 good gift for you, freaking smoking. They're uncle. doing it to like as a gift or like yeah, as they're a buying gift. him a gift. Okay, because like, right? he smokes so, cigarettes. Yeah. So he dis- in a Disney cartoon. This is yeah, great. Go yeah. ahead. So I think they're in a treehouse or something, and he discovers the carton of cigarettes. And he flips out because he thinks the nephews are smoking. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, you want to smoke? You want to smoke? And he like starts force-feeding these kids cigarettes. <laughs> cigarette after cigarette. Right. They're puking. Right. They're getting sick. Right. And then when he gets to the bottom of the cigarettes, it says, to Uncle Donald, uh, happy birthday or whatever. Right. So it's like that's what Yahweh's going to do to them. So <laughs> <laughs> Yahweh's Donald Duck. You would think at one point one of them would have been like, they're for you, man. It's, it was a gift. It just happened so fast, man. Yeah, you can't write. You can't show that cartoon today. <laughs> that's like a. First of all, that's abuse on a massive scale, right? Yeah, there's gonna be marches in the streets over <laughs> duck abuse. Oh yeah, you got to fucking What's cancel. A baby duck called? Canceled uh, duckling, a gosling, gosling? or is that a I no? That's a like goose. goose or a geese. A duckling, yeah. a geese, a <laughs> uh, duckling. Yeah, okay. All right, make them stop. So then around Numbers 11.31, here come the quails. Rusty's Wind of God. Remember your Wind of God, man? Yeah. Um, starts blowing quails in from, like, the ocean. <laughs> and I mean lots of quails. Right. This like, is like, they, they want coming. meat, I'm going to give them meat. They just keep coming. And by the way, 
because we're going to get to like what he does with the quails later. But like it could have been like cow, you know what I mean? Like a quail is a, a small, thin bird. There's not like a lot of meat on sure? a quail. Yeah. Don't the people go quail hunting? Bro. Fucking what, like, Dick Cheney shot say, some yeah, guy yeah. in the face with a quail gun and the guy lived. That's how small quail are. You know what I mean? Like you don't need a powerful gun. So quail, because if you use like a real gun, you just blow all the meat off a of fucking oh, off a okay. of quail. They don't even fly. They just like they they sit. You hunt them by sitting in a car, <laughs> and you drive like on the road. And when you see them, you get out of the car and you shoot them. That hardly sounds like hunting. <laughs> well, yeah, and he couldn't even get that right. Or right? maybe he did get that right. Maybe he mm. wanted to shoot the guy in the yeah. face. So, yes. Yeah, you know, so. think Dick Cheney was like, yo, watch what I do to Bob. Hey, Bob! Boom! <laughs> that would be hysterical. Not in that moment. Yeah. Two weeks earlier, oh. he definitely told someone. No, you gotta go hunting with us. No, he was like, I'm gonna fucking shoot Bob. We're gonna go hunting. I'm gonna fucking shoot this guy. And he kept reaching for the glove compartment. I said, money, I'm gonna shoot you in the face. What I say, That's money? <laughs> Reservoir dogs. Yeah, except he didn't say money. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, again, so Yahweh could have done better than quail. So he gives him quail. You know, a lot of quail. You think they're eating this quail? And they're like, wow, so we, we monitor the quail. Big step up. Thanks for nothing, Yahweh. Like, fuck I think you. they're happy. Yeah, I think they're happy, too. I think they're... So stop picking on the quail. I'm sorry. And wait, 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 wait. Are you upset because I'm making fun of Quail, or are you upset because I dare like say something against Yahweh? No, I'm 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 upset because you're never happy, man. Going from Mana to Quail—that's awesome. Are you saying I'm a stiff neck? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that's not really what I'm calling you. Now. Interesting. I'm calling you like a like a Ms. Rob. <laughs> you know what? You can add to the rusty hate section of our what? website. You. <laughs> you can add your fucking dumb fucking avatar. avatar. I'm going to have a cry face. <laughs> Yo, everyone listening should definitely go check out libelthebible.com. Uh, we've got like some new sections that Scott put up. They're really funny there. What if God was? All the things that we've talked about. Uh, Rusty hates. Revelations. Um, fact checks and uh, atrocities, atrocities, yeah, and vocabulary words. Yeah. So um, Scott's done a great job with go, the website. GoDaddy go called me and said, um, "You know, uh, we're overwhelming the servers with the amount of hate that you're putting up." <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just warming up with that. Yeah. yeah. It's like traveling to the speed of light. You can't like just go from zero to the speed of light. You got to like work your way up to the speed of light if you want to survive. Know what I'm saying? So like, I can't just dump all the hate at once. Like, it's got to be unloaded like You're gradually. So dumb. Have you never heard of inertial dampeners? You jump right to warp, buddy. There's no gradually getting up to speed. You just go. Yeah. All I'm talking about is the physical reality of achieving like close to light speed. You're talking about some like fictional bullshit. <laughs> You're right. When I want to learn how to fly at light speed, I'm gonna come and check out your work. Now you get the joke. Yeah. Hump. 
All right. So so we're at quail, yeah, and, and you being upset the, that I dare fucking challenge Yahweh's authority. So you might be right. They might not be big birds because they're two cubits deep, and a cubit's just I might be here. right. Quails are fucking little tiny fucking things, man. There's no meat on them. All right. So all right. So they're two cubits deep. So that's what five feet deep, maybe. I don't know. How long is the elbow to the... Whatever. I don't fucking whatever. know. But it's all around the camp. It's like... What oh, am I, Noah? Degrees. It's 360 degrees. They don't say... There's a lot of fucking quails. Enough to come out your nostrils. He gives them a lot of quails. Yeah. So then they all sit around and like start eating. Yeah. Five O's here? Yeah. <laughs> We're talking blasphemous. <laughs> Yo, eventually most religions are going to have to be stuck in a basement like this, man. Um. So yeah, the... um. They're all eating, blah, 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 complaining still, blah, blah, blah. And then the Lord struck them with a great plague. Yeah. Like, what? 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 <laughs> He's a piece of shit. Like, why not strike him with the plague before you give him food? So, Because they, they, their request for food, like you said, is justified. Yeah. Well, he likes to fuck with people. What do you mean? I don't understand. I don't think he likes to fuck with people. Yeah. I think he's giving them the bare minimum that they need to survive because he doesn't give a shit about them. They're tools that he's using to supply his ship. Yeah. And he's going to give them, it's like, 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 almost like they're prisoners. He's going to give them the bare minimum to keep them alive. I have a new theory. What if whatever replicators they're using on the ship to replicate the quails, to give them the quails or to give them whatever, the mana... Well, the mana, I guess, was all right, but the quails. Whatever mm-hmm. they needed to do to make the quail, that's what's poisoning them. That's like like maybe Yahweh didn't even intend for them to get poisoned. Maybe he just like fucking the amount of quails that he gave them, that was his anger. You know, like, oh, you want some fucking food? You want some fucking food? And then he just like fucking gives them like all this food, you know? Never checked the specs, made sure like there was no arsenic in there or something. Yeah, he was just like fucking here. Here's some fucking food. I hope you fucking choke on it. So, so, so here, I'm gonna. Because look, I'm gonna read you the part. All right, go. Cool. So, but while the meat was still between their teeth, before it was consumed, the anger of the Lord was kindled against the people, and the Lord struck the people with a very great plague. So no, like it wasn't on accident. Like it's it's being written like. It was done on purpose. But who knows? After the fact, maybe the rabbis who wrote this, you know, maybe they got it wrong. Maybe it was an accident. Right, right. Because they're looking back at this saying, right. yeah. Right. Uh, um, so They don't know what's in Yahweh's heart. Yeah, they don't they even no know idea. his preferred pronoun. No, no, no. And they they misgendered him. They they're know. probably dead naming him. Dead naming? Dead naming, yes. What, what, what shit are you reading this week? No, I talked to you about Jordan Peterson, that fucking buffoon, last yeah. week. What was it, didn't So um, there's an actor whose name is Elliot Page. Elliot Page was Ellen Page. Um, so if you've ever seen Inception, he I was did. in that. Uh, he, so he is transgender. He's transitioned. But Jordan Peterson kept calling this person by their dead name, Ellen Page. Just to be a dick. And misgendering this just person. Just to be a dick. Just to be a dick, yes. Absolutely just to be a dick. Yeah. See, there's a difference between being annoyed as not what not to call somebody when you know what they want to be called and right. you choose not you're to. Just you're just being an asshole. Yeah, you're just being an asshole. Yeah. 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 Like, you should not be shamed for not knowing yeah. what to call yeah. them, but, like, don't, yeah. 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 
No, you're just being an asshole. Be the extreme on yeah. the other end. Like, yeah. we're in a society, people. You know what I mean? Like, we're in a society. Uh, I'm going to point something out. Not everybody looks like you, sounds like you, tastes like you. Uh, tastes like you. <laughs> that, that was weird. Anyway. I mean, well, I'm sure they don't. Yeah, sure. sure they don't. Yeah. And when we eat the rich, we're going to find out. All right. So that's the quail. So the quails is basically God giving people a plague for right. complaining about uh, about not having quail to eat, <laughs> about no meat. And then they said um, they buried the people that were craving. So yeah, anybody yeah. who ate the meat died. I gotta think there was a lot of them, right? If there was this many fucking quail. Yeah. Like so, who knows? Like a lot of people just died. Yeah. They kind of gloss over the it. craving. So now the craving. So now to your point. He's just like, yeah, you want some fucking quail? Give them some fucking, give them all the fucking quail they can eat. Yeah. Like you said. And now they all died from it. And then all of it a sudden. Under, it was undercooked. Whatever it was. Yeah. He's looking down going, fuck. And like his subordinate's like, um, the emperor's on the phone. He wants an update. Yeah. And he's like, ready my shuttle. I'll give him the news myself. Well, here's what's funny. How it, is this guy surviving? Well, here's how he's surviving. You know how they're like constantly in the same place always? And they're like, whenever, like, you know, whenever the the light left the fucking tabernacle, we moved. Like, there's no rhyme or reason to like when there's like moves. Yeah. They're basically stuck in the same place. Well, he's just had this huge fuck up where he's killed like all these people accidentally. And the very last line is from Kibrov Hatav. The people journeyed to Hazaroth. <laughs> That's how that like chapter ends, you know? So it's like these people eat the quail. <laughs> um, they buried the people who had the craving. And from Kibroth Haftaf, the people journeyed to Hazaroth. I wish so we knew how he's many... like, time to move on. Yeah, to see, <laughs> see you later. Like they're going to discover mass graves like 100 years right. down the line. It's almost like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Wow. And... He's probably assigning all these tasks to all these people so that no one really has the time to write the true, like, actual history of, like, the fuck-ups that were occurring. You know what I mean? Because it's like, nowadays, like, look at someone like de Blasio, right? He gets shit, deservedly, right? But the shit that he fucked up isn't on the mass scale that Yahweh's fucking up. You know what I mean? Like, if there was, like, if the New York Post existed when fucking Yahweh was around, all right, man? You know how many headlines we would have had about him? He would have been on the front page of, like, the paper, like, every morning. Do you, do you think Yahweh was, like, this... Kind of like, I don't know, mildly successful kind of guy that somehow got into a position of power. And now they're, like, they're finding like ripped up notes in the toilet. Like he had to like destroy evidence. He had to like bring it to his like vacation home and like hide it in the safe. Because if people found out what really fucking happened. Yeah. His idiot children are probably like up on the mothership. <laughs> like, um, like maybe Passover was like um, the Spanish flu. Like, and he didn't handle the response very well. Right. This was COVID. Didn't right. handle it very right. well. So, and like, he's just, he's just, he's just gaslighting everybody that listens to him. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and here it is. We're like the FBI kicking down the door like 3,000 years later. Right. We're raiding his shit right now. I think that, all right, listen, you know me, I'm a modest guy. <laughs> Which is right. So I don't think like, you know, so I could be objective when I say this. I have not heard 
an interpretation of the Bible as astute <laughs> and true and real as ours has been so far. Mm. I've yet to like hear like a, a genuine analysis of the Bible with explanations, by the way. You're right. We're not just like, oh, no, that's just not the way it is. Right. Like, we should eventually have a conversation with somebody who believes this stuff and say, listen, man, we're all, we're wide open. Go ahead. Explain to me what this really is. Oh, that's not even what I meant. I meant more like, you know. No, no, I know what you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's not enough that we know that. Yeah. We need to, like, make them feel really stupid for ever following this thing. Wait, that's something you would say. Oh, I take that you back. know what the problem, that though, out, is man. I, I, I got to say this. Here's the ultimate problem. And I don't think you should are if someone has faith, right? You shouldn't argue about their faith. No, absolutely not. No. What you should argue is their hypocrisy. If there's hypocrisy. So far there's no hypocrisy. If anybody believes like their faith comes from the Bible from Genesis 1 to Numbers 11 right now, there's no hypocrisy because the shit that goes on here is worse than anything anybody I ever... I, I, I know some fucked up people. Yeah. They ain't done half the shit that's in here. Yeah. So they're not hypocrites yet. I'm assuming in the New Testament, we're gonna, which is what most people follow, I guess, mm-hmm. that we're going to see a lot of hypocrisy. Right. But right now, I don't... There's none. Okay. If you t- if my neighbor came over and was like, yo, I just killed 3,000 dudes because <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's nice. That's right. Uh, you're an Old Testament follower, huh? And I can't even blame him. I'm like, that's okay in his faith. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's okay to kill 3,000 people. Is it like murder illegal? I'm pretty sure we read that you can't murder. Yahweh can murder. Oh, yeah. I think you're confusing like Yahweh with like us, like regular people. Well, what about the Levites killing 3,000? Nothing happened to them. What about Moses killing that Egyptian? But they did it like uh, under the command of Moses who was speaking for Yahweh. And what about Moses leading the Egyptians into that flood? Yeah. Into the, yeah, come on. What about it? What about Moses just killing some fucking Egyptian? Like, I said on a that walk? already, man. Like in scene one that he was in. <laughs> He's our hero. <laughs> yeah. So that brings us to numbers 12. Aaron. And All right. Mir- so this leads us, because think about what we just talked about. We just talked about what a violent man Moses is, right? <laughs> so, of course, the next chapter starts with. Aaron and Miriam, his brother and sister, being jealous of Moses. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Aaron and Miriam, jealous of Moses. That's what it's called. But here it's, it said Miriam and Aaron mm-hmm. were speaking against Moses because of his Cushite wife. Yeah. What the fuck is that all about? She wasn't an Israelite. Okay. Okay. But the, but the main th- thrust of the conversation was... They were wondering why the Lord only speaks through Moses. That's what they were jealous of. Mm-hmm. Like, how come the Lord's not speaking through me? Well, maybe he's not speaking through anybody. So let me read this part. Yeah, go ahead. You're good at reading, man. Uh, we're at Numbers 12. You're, you're good, you have good oral skills. Thank you. <laughs> Do I have pretty lips? <laughs> no, man. Look at my lips, man. Handsome, good-looking, and pretty lips? That should definitely just be unfair. You ever hear lips match nips? <laughs> Or nips match lips. <laughs> you, you ever hear lips so like incorporated? If, so like if you see like someone's like bosom and you're wondering what their nipples look like, uh-huh. nips match lips. Oh, you mean like color and yes. Wise? Okay. All right. You know about lips incorporated? 
No. They sing Funky Town, man. Oh, yeah. Um, Won't you take me to. Yeah, don't sing. Funky Town. Don't sing. Fuck off. I'll sing. In the jungle, the mighty jungle. (laughs) I'll sing whenever I want. (laughs) Acoustics aren't bad in there. Noah has been singing the national anthem like constantly. What, of the Soviet Union? Yeah, of the Soviet Union. <laughs> <laughs> they sold that Drago and, and then was singing in Rocky's War. He, the other day he was like, uh, am I ready to sing at Madison Square Garden? That was pretty funny. All is, right. Is he? Yeah. He's actually, he's a performer. He's 100% a performer. Are you saying that as a parent or? Nah, man. He's a performer. Did I tell you what he said to me? He He's sitting at the kitchen counter. We have like an open floor between the kitchen and the living room. So I'm in the mm-hmm. living room. He's at the kitchen counter. He's eating something. He fucking stops. He turns around like slowly in the bar stool that he's sitting in. He says, Daddy, what's the most important thing to me? And oh, I was I like, the love and respect of your mom and dad. And he was like, my balls. Yeah, who's, who's he was six. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty funny. You know what I mean? That's and he funny. did that to be funny. That that's funny. Then. Like yeah. he did that like purposely. Yeah. No, he does shit purposely like that all the time. He is an entertainer. All right. <laughs> so here we go. Numbers twelve. While they were at the Hazaroth, Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Cushite woman whom he had married, for he had indeed married. A Cushite woman. That part's in parentheses for some reason. Need to stress it. No, they're not wrong. They're not making this up. This is true. And they said, has the Lord spoken only through Moses? Has he not spoken through us also? And the Lord heard it. I mean, they're right. The Lord has also spoken through them. To a different degree. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, Aaron, he's been the one speaking to the people, right? Because remember, Moses is like a fucking mushmouth who can't, like, communicate, like, his thoughts. So he brought Aaron into the venture. Yeah, like, like Moses would be like Captain Picard, and, like, Aaron's like, right, yeah. he deals with That's the crew. another reason why I think there's something genetically about Moses that Yahweh needs, because he chose oh, Moses. If Moses can't even talk, you know what I mean? They needed Aaron. You know what I'm saying? So it's not even that they need Aaron. He needs Moses. Aaron is there to like, because he's extracting some shit from Moses, man. Could it be the sucker gene? It's just a you know, sucker gene. I don't know. But <laughs> Moses has something that Yahweh is like feeding yeah, off interesting, of. Man. Yeah. When we're done with this, we're going to combine shit. We're going to make a screenplay. We're going to have an awesome, crazy movie. All right. So what's the Lord do? When the Lord hears like these two complain. He summons all three of them. Yeah. Miriam, Aaron, and Moses. Yeah, come to the tent. Like, I'm I, if I'm Miriam and Aaron, yeah. I'm shitting myself Well, this right is now. like, it's like a sit down with like a mob boss, you know? Like yeah, when I'm crews, shitting myself. Crews are beefing, and you got to go and meet with like the fucking Don now. He beams down, and he's like, hear my words. Mm-hmm. You want to read them? Sure. Here are Yahweh's words. When there are prophets. No, of- no, stop. Cut. Dude, hear my words. Oh. And then you just go into the words. What? I just go into the yes, words? Yes, because I'm like... Oh, because you're saying... But wait, but that you're doesn't, right, that doesn't make any sense Because either. you're... All yeah. right, so you say hear my words and say the words. Go. All right. Hear my words. 
I don't even remember what we're talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. Just follow the sentence. Start Let's, over now. Again. So Aaron, Miriam, and Moses yes. are... The Lord beams down. You are the Lord. What is your motivation? I don't know. Let's say, but go. All right. You ready? Bin. All right. Do you think I'm going to edit this out? This is all staying <laughs> in. Fine. I'm not editing any of this. If you We're ever get geniuses. it in, would you get it in Yo, already? <laughs> Andy Kaufman could learn a thing or two from us about trolling died, people. Right? Yeah, he had brain cancer. Oh, that's rough. Maybe it's like a skit. He's the kind of guy that would have like played that skit. And then he'll come out like in 10 years and be like, oh, you know, because he's annoying like that. I fucking hate that guy, by the way. That I don't find it funny. I just find it irritating and annoying, that kind of comedy. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. comedy. You're yeah, just being Lachlan like. Gravis was cute just, for a little while. Yeah. What about Vic Ferrari, his alter ego? Do you remember that on Oh, that's like the Vegas guy with the mustache. Yeah, I think so. The I agent? No. I don't remember what he was. All right. Anyway. So here's what God said. <laughs> Hear my words. By the way, you know I can add like a God filter to this. <laughs> you think we should start doing that in the future? Maybe when oh, yeah. we get to like Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of the Bible, the New Testament is going to be Jesus. Yeah, it's sound effects. Yeah, that, that won't cheapen the experience. No, but like a booming like God voice. Fine. You have a booming enough voice. But that's not Jesus, right? Jesus would have more like a, you know, like no. a yeah, soothing, yeah, yeah. like, you Yahweh, know. Maybe, and, maybe Yahweh learns that sometimes, you know, vin vinegar is better, honey is better than vinegar. Yeah. So maybe that he, he tones down Jesus. Right. And maybe he can't be fully that, like, honey. So he has to, like, create another part of himself, you know? It's like good Lord, bad Lord. Like the yeah. good part of him, like, gets sent down. Yeah, yeah. All right. So before that, he's talking to these three idiots, <laughs> these knuckleheads. Stiff necks. Two brothers. <laughs> the head of the stiff necks. The main stiff necks. All right, hear my words. When there are prophets among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to them in visions. I speak to them in dreams. Not so with my servant Moses. He is entrusted with all my house. With him, I speak face to face, clearly, not in riddles. And he beholds the form of the Lord. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? And the anger of the Lord was kindled against them, and he departed. <laughs> so he left in a huff, <laughs> like he turned around, stormed. I out. want yeah. So I want you to think of how scared Miriam <laughs> and Aaron's got to be right now, right? Because usually the Lord is angry. He fucking like fuck shit up. Now he's so angry. He's going to think about what he's going to do. They're flinching at everything. Yeah. He fucking yells at them. He tells them, yo, you dare fucking question Moses? Yo, when I'm talking to you fools, I'm fucking around with you half the time. Yeah. Ain't no riddles with Moses. So now, did they behold him just now? It seems like it. It seems yeah. like they saw him. It's like, yo, now I'm showing myself. Get your shit in line. Yeah. Fall into place. And, um... What I had a problem with was, I speak. He pretty much said, "I speak in riddles to other people." Yeah. Like, why don't you stop that shit? It's going to cause controversy for the next ten thousand years, mm. or whatever many years yeah. this is. But good job, Yahweh. So Yahweh now <laughs> is going to prove once again that he is a misogynist. I mean, let's, let's be honest. 
He's a misogynist. I didn't realize it until the second time I read this. It was after you showed up. I I read it again. I was like, because I thought Aaron and Miriam were both. But no. Go ahead. So, Aaron and Miriam are questioning why Moses, you know, like sibling rivalry. Moses got the fucking live in the Pharaoh's house as a kid. And, you know, like we had to grow up like as slaves, blah, blah, blah. He's all privileged. He gets to marry like whoever he wants. We had to have like arranged marriages with other Israelites. He's like with this slamming like Kush Kush babe. You know what I mean? Like. He's living the life. So both of them, yeah, his yeah. brother absolutely, and his sister are both complaining. But and Aaron's higher, right? Aaron's like the yes. high priest. Yeah, he should know better. Yeah, that's does, right. Does, does Miriam He's, have a title? Well, Miriam, I don't know. Does she have a... Probably not as a I woman, right? She had that one song she sang in Exodus. Remember? Uh, she, she, she all I want for Christmas bars. is you? Yes. <laughs> She's going to trademark herself that was as the queen of Christmas. <laughs> Miriam Carey? Yeah. Can we discuss Mariah Carey's <laughs> no, we, level just, of narcissism? Let's just finish, let's finish off numbers right now, numbers 12, and then we can talk about Mariah Carey. All right. So, what I, so, so Miriam, she's the only one that gets punished by Yahweh. She gets leprosy. <laughs> he gives her leprosy, and... That means she's got to, like, stay out of camp. Her punishment is basically, like, what? Like, seven days away from, like, yeah. camp. So, you know what this is? Again, it's Yahweh didn't do this to her. Aaron. <gasps> dude. Aaron was an anointed priest. He was holy. Yes. Moses was holy. Miriam was not. She was at the tent, unprotected, and she's got radiation poisoning now. Ooh. Fuck. Yeah. So Yahweh didn't do anything. He just stormed off. But uh, yeah, you should have. Um, she was. Uh, but I'm sure he could have warned her that. Oh, you might want to put down this oil. That's an excellent theory, Scott. Damn it. Yes, I'm gonna buy that. I'm gonna say that absolutely. It's not for sale, buddy. That is how it happened. Yeah. Because right, Aaron was a priest. He got the oil all over him. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. You know what I like about you, Scott? I like that you're always justifying Yahweh's actions and like. I'm, see, see, you're, you're reading it wrong. The, you're reading it wrong. You're no, smoothing no. the way for I, Yahweh. I'm, I'm like this, and I'm like this in politics too. Like, yeah, somebody can be an asshole, but don't be quick to say, "Oh, there goes Yahweh again." Hold on, did he really do that? Yahweh does enough shit on his own. You don't have to make up shit against him. Mm-hmm. This was not him. I mean, it was his spaceship that caused the radiation poisoning mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Okay. But he didn't directly purposely do this That's to That's fair enough. And it wasn't until we were just sitting right here that I realized she was never anointed. That's fair. However. I'm not defending any shit. That's fair. However. Next time. <laughs> That's fair. Right. Here's the thing. If you already have that default where you might tend to defend someone because you're like, well, let's examine this fairly, right? Mm-hmm. Then sometimes you might default to that position even though it's not warranted. Correct. I'm not saying I'm not saying a hundred percent but even if it happens ten percent of the time. So now you are gonna go on a talk show tonight yeah. and go Hey, so that Scott guy, you know, he's really quick to defend anything Yahweh does. You hear that every time. He's always defending Yahweh. I'm just throwing it out there. 
Oh, no, man. No, man. I haven't jumped. What I'm saying is I haven't jumped. What talk show? Any talk show. If I go on a talk show tonight, why would I talk about you on a talk show? What else are you going to talk about? What else you got going on? (laughs) All right. That's fair. All right. Go ahead. Uh, No, I'm just saying, like, you just said, like, I might tend to jump in when it's not warranted, when he's obviously guilty of something. Okay. But I haven't done that. In 34 episodes. As far as you know. Oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. Conspiracy theories. No, there's no conspiracy theory. What's your middle initial Q? I'm just saying we're not always the best judges of ourselves. You're right. You're right. You've always been the best judge of me. I'm not saying I'm the best judge of you. You're just the most judgy of the judges of me. I'm saying that... Yo, let's take this off air, man. Nobody needs to hear this. I'm saying that you see things about me that I can't possibly see. And I see things about you that you can't possibly see because you're a person that I'm looking at and I'm a person you're looking at. Do you know the only face in the world that you'll ever see that you don't actually see with your own eyes is your own? That's true. I did know that. Yes. That's quite profound. We just don't think about it. Why is your hand on the mouse? Because I want to cut this shit, man. Why? I don't know, because I don't really want to talk about Mariah Carey, man. I, oh, because that, that's what I'm waiting to talk about. <laughs> All right, you get in your microphone. You don't want to talk about Mariah Carey. There's nothing to say, man. I, it, like, She's a narcissist. Duh. I mean, you can add that to Rusty Hates. Rusty Hates Mariah Carey. Fair enough. She's a goddamn narcissist. She wants to label herself. She's going to patent. She's trying to patent the Queen of Christmas. I mean, come on. Well, are we not biased? Like anyone who like wants to be the queen of Christmas, we're gonna have a problem with. Yes, I think anyone that would say I'm the queen of Christmas is a narcissist and doesn't deserve the title Queen of Christmas. Why don't you declare yourself king of like some Norse god religion religious holiday? Let's do that. Patent it. And then, yo, patent yourself as like some, some holiday find out what holidays the Norse people celebrated. Yeah. Patting yourself as the Norse king of narcissism. I don't know. I'm not big enough. I I, I imagine you got to be like huge, you know, like because Norse mythology. That's like Thor. Yeah, but that's like Thor. There's like a lot of there's like a lot of guys, scorny guys like you that probably like, <laughs> like have real some kind Weasley, of like yeah. the court jester. Yeah, but you got powers. Big though. hook nose, yeah, but, right? <laughs> like hanging out in the shadows in the background. Good Scott, I know what you want to say. So, so you're not powerful compared to Thor, but you're powerful to the normal person, right? So you should patent yourself king of some fucking holiday, yeah, and then get on Mariah Carey's social media and go, I did it. Why can't you? That's quite a revenge plot. Yeah, get her, man. Go get her. That's quite the plot. I'm not a big fan of Mariah Carey either, so I'm not even going to like like dispute you on this. She can sing. As a human. She can, yeah, I mean, from what I've seen. Yeah. You don't yeah. like her? I, I didn't say that. I Nick said I'm not a fan. Nick Cannon's even crazier. I don't like Nick Cannon. He's got some crazy like conspiracy theories going on. Yeah, in he's his also head. a cultural appropriator. Like, if he was a white dude mm-hmm. wearing that turban he likes to wear all the time, somebody would call him out on that shit. Like, your culture never came from that turban, man. I think that's an overused uh, term. Yeah, whatever. No. I think I heard it, like, last week. <laughs> I think it's overused, and I think it's used unfairly. Yo, man, do you know why societies improve? Because of cultural appropriation. Of it's, cultural called, it's called ap- mixing it up, melting, right. it, melting the Cult- pot, man. Right. 
it's like it's proven like that's the things we celebrate about like New York, right? New York is called the melting pot because everybody comes in and we all culturally appropriate of shit course. from other cultures. Yeah. And that's how we learn from one another. So I hate that term. Yeah, if, I, get, I get you. I get you. And it's originally it was used when people were like monetizing a culture, you know, when they themselves were not of that culture, right? And I, I could see that if you're monetizing a culture. But on the other hand, I can also make an argument for like capitalism. You know what I mean? In a capitalist society, you're allowed to like yeah. monetize. Like you see like a market, you know. Mm. Um, so I don't know, man. I, I completely know. forgot what I was saying. That's good, man. That's how important it is. I think I think I think we're done for tonight, man. You think so? I think I'm done for tonight. I mean, you want to keep talking? I'll I'll, I'll keep the, the right. going. Scott's done. I'm done. All right. All right. Peace, everybody. Say goodbye. I don't want it, man. Right, I'm just gonna cut you off then, and you're gonna regret like never saying goodbye. Mm, goodbye. <laughs>